0: I think you should take one hit of that weed. weed.
1: Okay. <laughs> and I think you'll have a really good time. I had a joint, man. Oh, wow. I okay. yeah. thought I
2: had any problem with people uh, smoking pot. I think it's actually uh, a, 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 a fine herb. Let that settle up man.
3: <laughs> what would you want me smoking? The jury behind me.
0: Hello, everyone. What wow. up? What up? What up? Ooh, change of scenery, huh? It's nice though. And I think you guys can actually see us.
4: Can you hear us
0: too? Yeah. Let us know in the chat if everything looks good. We we think we've worked out some of the problems. Welcome to the Good Life Store Show, the podcast, the whatever this is becoming. How you feeling?
4: Uh, trying to get the cord unwrapped. Currently, I'm, turn this music <laughs> I'm a little a bit. quiet. Okay, got it. All right, I was wound up in my cord over here.
0: Yeah, we're we're at my home. Uh, we we need some space need some space to grow. We need some controlled environment that's not the store. I want to get a vibe going.
4: I think this finally gave it to us. I don't feel like I'm in a little sardine can anymore.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel great. I feel really, really good today, except for my back is killing me today. I I don't know if I slept wrong or what, but uh, got me some... um, some Mitra 9 to help with that for to drink during the show give you guys a peek at this stuff there you go these are sold in our store they're kratom drinks and they are delicious yeah as far as kratom goes
4: those are one of the most palatable ways to take it
0: yeah it's definitely uh, better than going for a powder and Oh, it's so bitter uh, <laughs> the caramels probably would be my favorite application of it, but I don't have any here at the house and I haven't been to the store yet today, so I'm left with my drink and as you know i'm, I'm big time on my drinks, so no yeah, I'm okay. Well, we are going to have a very, very long conversation today about Ivali, and if you don't know what Ivali is, Ivali is the Electronic cigarette or vaping uh, application lung illness or something like that. Uh,
4: Basically, they're trying to say you get lung disease from vaping, which is not true. Uh,
0: yeah, there was a string of first case of Ivali was reported in August of 2019. And as of February 2020, 2087 Ivali cases had been reporting and it resulted in 68 deaths. And the reason that this is relevant to this show is because Evali destroyed the vapor community, uh, the vapor industry rather. Um, it, it was like a tidal wave of bad press for the vapor industry. And in the beginning of all of this, it was for sure branded that this is a vape problem. This is not a, uh, a, uh, it was not a THC problem at first. It was, it was put out there, and you'll see along the way, you will see the infuriating press that was around this issue. I mean, I, I at this, at our store, we had to field hundreds of people asking questions about, am I going to die? Uh, is this killing me? And then, of course, the other side of that is we are left twiddling our thumbs, feeling like, what is going on? You know, we, we had already knew that there was more to the story. The, uh, our industry people that we, uh, have that represent and advocate on behalf of the industry, they let us know really quick that, Hey, 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 the media is not telling everything. So here's what, here's what, here's what's really going on. And they told us that it was probably due to a tainted THC, uh, cartridge issue that had run amok in the, in the streets, so uh, we had to settle people down, but it it was very, very hard because the press ripped us apart. Oh, yeah, they did. I mean, just downright nasty things. This made us out to be murderers, terrible people, uh, you know, that we're just as bad as big tobacco, and here we are feeling like we we were a major part of saving a lot of people's lives, and I, you know, obviously, yeah, we're at the trying time, to do
4: nothing but help, and they're painting us as the bad guy. What what's going on?
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember uh, me being a juice maker. Whenever I heard the first case of it, obviously, I was like, mm, I want to know the whole story. But even I was nervous because I mean, that would have been the end of the company for for me.
4: Well, at that point, we'd all been vaping for eight years, too. So we're going, yeah. oh, what have we been doing? Okay, we need to look. look you know, right.
0: what is this? And I don't even mean in the sense of, like, the business will die because people will not keep coming. I don't mean it in that way. I mean that I would have stopped. Like, I can't be a part of something right. that kills people. So, yeah, it was a, it was a very, very crazy time. But before we get to the first clip... Uh, DJ, what's your good thing of the day?
4: My good thing of the day is my daddy called me this morning, bright and early, and it started out bad. He's got to replace some steps to his, you know, dock at his lake house. But while on his way down there to check everything, he had a trap or a, I guess, one of those bins you catch fish in, whatever, you know, the little trap things. He caught himself a 32 pound catfish. <laughs> he sent me a picture Whoa. of it and it is massive it's one of those that you see the people noodling for where yeah. they stick their arms in the water it's one of those
0: did he catch it with a pole
4: it swam into he had a it was like a barrel that he'd cut a hole in oh okay so there, it swam it was, into it oh, and couldn't get out no. i was like oh my goodness oh my
0: gosh that is That's huge crazy. wow so he trapped a he trapped 32 a, pound
4: catfish, catfish. <laughs> <laughs> asked <laughs> if he was gonna eat it he said no he's gonna let it go uh, well, but he got the pictures per, per yeah, first. <laughs> yeah,
0: good for him. Good for him. I mean, I think it would take a while, and you probably wouldn't be able to eat that much of a thirty-two I'm, pound I'm, catfish. I'm thinking
4: catfish because it's bottom feeder. They always taste like dirt to me in the first place. So and I don't. That's know a that
0: whole I'd, lot of dirt.
4: Yeah, I'm not sure I want to eat that one.
0: <laughs> well, my good uh, thing for today is going to be that on Thursday I am on my way to the RDP podcast i think it stands for real drunk bastards or something <laughs> like that it's a uh, riley anderson and mike hardy's podcast um i can, i'm gonna be posting all the information on social media so uh if you follow us if you follow good life we'll be sharing all of that and i don't know what to expect i've listened to a couple of episodes now and they're pretty uh they have a lot of fun on the show. so. Good. I've been requested to bring some products from the store. So I would imagine it's not going to be calm and tame like our show. It's going to be go a little wild. Go learn all you can
4: and bring it back to us.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think they're more interested in uh, in learning about uh, the products that we have well, and go testing with them, them out. Yeah, go get out with I, them. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to work. All right. Well, without further further ado, further ado, <laughs> let's go to the first bit of the story, and this starts where this is a member of the vaping community, and he's he's uh, in the UK market, I believe. Uh, they had quite a bit to deal with. Uh, with Ivali as well but they didn't I think they only had one person that died over there which is really strange on how how that how it even translated to over there I mean I'm assuming someone got some carts here flew back and yeah that's something the way like that. look at it. but uh, I believe there was only one death in the UK so this is his summary of the Ivali issue so let's go ahead and get into the first video
5: Hi there, I'm Tom from Vape Club, and today we're going to be taking a look at vaping illness, specifically the vaping illness which has been infecting the US for the last month or so. Whether you vape or not, you've very likely seen media reports in the news of a mystery lung disease which has supposedly been linked to vaping. The idea today is that we want to take a look at what the CDC and the FDA have actually said about this and compare that information with the media reports we're seeing on a daily basis to see how they stack up against each other. So who are the CDC and who are the FDA? The CDC are the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the FDA are the Food and Drug Administration, both US organisations equivalent to our, in the UK, Public Health England. Their responsibility is to ensure the public's health plain and simple. At the time of filming this, there have been anywhere between 25 and 31 deaths associated with vaping illness in the US. There have been a further 1300 reports of illnesses supposedly or possibly associated with vaping illness in the US. There also seems to be a correlation between these vaping illnesses and deaths and the use of THC cards, specifically black market or illicit THC cards. Along with that correlation, there is a further correlation that most of these deaths are occurring in states where marijuana or weed is not legal. What is a THC cart? A THC cart is a vape cartridge which contains THC, the main psychoactive ingredient in marijuana or weed. The composition of these liquids in these carts is significantly different to those found when vaping nicotine and nicotine associated products. So just how much of a correlation is there between the vaping illness and the use of black market THC products? Well, so far 80% of those experiencing symptoms have self-reported using THC products, black market THC products. Beyond this, 20%, some of whom have claimed to have not used black market THC products because mum stood next to them or because their health insurance depends upon it or their current employment depends upon it, have unfortunately later tested positive THC use in their hair and urine samples. So the already very strong correlation of 80% is probably much, much higher. Mm. surprise
0: surprise
4: right let's uh, let me also just point out that before we we put that on you said that there'd only been one death in the UK versus the you know 30 plus over here mm-hmm. also in the UK is where they they literally encourage vaping over yes. smoking so their vaping numbers are much higher than ours in the first place so by a sheer law of numbers right there something doesn't add up if it's just
0: Yes. And the government in the UK was actually telling people that this is not, that you're not getting the whole story. So it sounds to
4: me like the UK actually tells their people the truth.
0: Oh, not only that, but if you go to the UK and you're a smoker, you can walk around in the metropolitan areas and there are signs with support numbers that you can call and they will put you in the direction and put you in touch with a vape shop that is in your area so that you can go and get uh, pres- they, it's basically a prescribing without a prescription. You know, their cool. doctor centers telling people that instead of going to the doctor, go to this vape shop. They're reliable. They have very good products, and they can help you.
4: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. So it is tight regulation-wise on the manufacturer side, but it's 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 doable. It's obtainable. Right. You know, we we were a part of that. So right. it, there's no problem with that. <laughs> we would open. We would welcome that with open arms. Well, we've in the said country. that for
4: years. Even we would even, support
0: every part of it.
4: Right, even when we were talking about the 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 miners, the you know the imagery, things like that. You were like, we welcome regulations. We don't mind being regulated. But don't was, re, don't regulate us into extinction.
0: The UK uh, regulation model is the compromise that we wanted with the FDA. So whenever the FDA said it's all or nothing we say that's not fair like you have to give us something we have to have a path through regulations you know and it's like I believe that it's you know all of this is my thoughts and it's conspiratorial I know and it's not fact so I I definitely want to preface everything that I say is in regards to my thoughts as to why the Evali cases happened and why this started I know that more than likely it's because a irresponsible drug dealer did some very wrong things, and right. then, you know, or it was a source of irresponsibility within the black market. Well, I
4: don't even think that's a conspiracy. I think that's pretty much fact at this point. It's
0: it's strange that it it was 2000, uh, 2087 cases. Only that tells you that it was a small mm-hmm. very, operation, very small. you know, but it spreads so far and wide. But that's because of intercontinental travel and you know, state by state travel. It, there's, there's, and not to mention that majority of this came from the online black marketplace. And you know, I don't even know how to find that stuff. You know, maybe that's the old 40 year old guy in me, but it, I, I don't even know where to get that.
4: I, I couldn't tell you either. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know, but my belief is is that whenever this started, whenever the first case was reported, uh, maybe the government, meaning FDA, CDC, uh, maybe media, one of the one of those sides or both in conjunction with each other, said, "This is our chance. This is our chance to snuff it out." Yes. And they embraced it wholeheartedly they went after us full force and they decimated the industry
4: it it very well could have been philip morse
0: that okay let's jump on this and and to take that a step further it's not just for the fact of they wanted to snuff out the vapor industry it it wasn't that at all they want the vapor industry industry they just want a
4: monopoly on it
0: they want it with the people that they want to deal mm-hmm. with. They don't want it in the hands of mom and pop operations. Exactly. Uh, whether that they can, and they can brand that as it's a safety feature of their plan, you know, that we don't want to put this in the hands of small manufacturers that don't have uh, business making. This is their version. Right. We don't have business making things that people put in their body, that it should be handled through these major manufacturers. Right there's the, there's the argument there for sure on the public side of it, but from our side of it, that's just a label that just because someone has a PhD behind their name and they have this, these certifications, that doesn't mean that I'm not capable of being able to produce a better product than even that guy. Exactly. You know, so you can think, feel what you want about, uh, the vapor industry but the fact is is that all of these systems labels uh conceptions misconceptions actually of people that you look at someone and I, now i i don't want to go to uh someone that is not a heart surgeon to work on my heart but when it comes to a supplement type thing These are plants that we use. Well, think of it this way. These are chemistries that we're using and science that we're we're referencing to make these products.
4: To keep it apples to apples, look at it this way. You can go to the grocery store and you can go buy processed cow, burger, meat, whatever. But you can also take your gun and you can go in the woods and shoot a deer. And you can take that deer home and you can eat it. You can catch fish out of the river and you can eat them. Exactly. That's being self-sufficient and it's still not hurting you. Well,
0: and at its core it's about freedom exactly. for us we want the alternative to say no to combustible tobacco and to and to we should be able as as the marketplace we should be responsibly regulated so that we can move forward with making safe products that help people they should want that on every corner of every but street But
4: again they made those regulations so unattainable that yeah. it was impossible
0: it left it in the hands of the big dogs mm-hmm. in the industry and that's all that's left
4: and even still there very very few passed there
0: yeah and who knows it's if crazy. pmtas are gonna happen still i don't I don't even know if there's one that's made it through that's on a uh, mid-level to small manufacturer. I haven't heard
4: of a single one.
0: So who knows? Who who knows what's going to come of all that? But I just know that we didn't have the money to keep up with it. We didn't have the operation to... uh, We were a big company there, but we were big on the consumer side of things. That's where we thrived uh, in the marketplace. We, We had our place. We knew exactly where we were. Uh, and, and I know that people on the outside looking in say, well, you know, maybe maybe you could have kept it going. And it's like, well, we could have. But we're we're very passionate about moving forward and progressing. And and sometimes you just got to let the past be the past and move forward. And and I'm glad that we did. Um, I'm I'm thankful and blessed that all of this has happened.
4: Yeah, I love the new direction.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 here we are being able to reminisce but also we've learned from our mistakes in the past
4: right well moving forward also keeps things from getting stagnant you know you're excited for things that are new so that you can stay excited all the time as long as we keep progressing forward we always stay excited
0: yep absolutely okay squirrel moment sorry about that (laughs) okay we're back on track so the first video it was about you know the summary of the agencies and things like that. Uh, Who's involved and, and you know. So now we move to more details and press coverage. Now this might piss you off a little bit. So get ready for this one.
5: So that sets the scene. We understand what the problem is. We understand that the problem seems to be predominantly if not exclusively black market THC products. Let's see how that stacks up with what the CDC and the FDA have actually said. So the CDC have issued the following advice. The CDC recommends that people should not use e-cigarettes or vaping products that contain THC. Should not buy any type of e-cigarette or vaping products, particularly those containing THC off the street and should not modify or add any substances to e-cigarette or vaping products that are not intended by the manufacturer, including products purchased through retail establishments. That is the CDC's specific advice of what you should not do. You notice how there was no mention of nicotine vaping products there? Well, they go on. At present, the CDC continues to recommend that people consider refraining from using e-cigarette or vaping products that contain nicotine. So you should not use THC, but you should consider refraining using nicotine vaping products. It's subtle, given, but there is a difference. They carry on. If you are an adult, using e-cigarette or vaping products to quit cigarette smoking, do not return to smoking cigarettes. Use evidence-based treatments, including healthcare provider counselling and FDA-approved medications. So, the CDC have been as clear as we can expect the CDC to be. You should not use THC, and you should consider refraining using vaping nicotine products. It's also very clear that you should not return to smoking cigarettes. The FDA have thankfully, in my opinion, been much clearer on this. Vaping illness update. FDA warns public to stop using THC-containing vaping products and any vaping products obtained off the street. No mention of nicotine whatsoever, merely do not use THC products and do not use any products bought off the street. Thank you FDA for at least being a bit clearer. So we've heard from the CDC, we've heard from the FDA. I agree it on seems both clear of those. to me and hopefully to you Here what they're go. recommending. Do not use THC, consider refraining using nicotine products if you're that way inclined, do not return to smoking. Let's compare that advice from the official public health bodies and organizations of the USA with what we're seeing in the media every day. Vaping claims life of youngest victim. Vaping death toll hits 21 and disease cases surge. Vaping cartridges with potentially deadly chemicals. Vaping disease causes chemical burns like World War I. Shocking scans show how vaping can block your lungs. E-cigarette smoke, Could cause lung cancer. 1,086, 23 dead from mysterious vaping illness. Scientists chase cause of mysterious vaping illness. Should vaping be banned? Should vaping be banned? Why people are dying from vaping in the US and not the rest of the world? Globe editorial, we know smoking kills. Vaping? Question mark? The jury's still out. So, the 20 headlines, not a single one mentions THC specifically. We have mentions of e-cigarette. We don't have mentions of e-joint but we do have mentions of e-cigarette. And of the 20, only one mentions THC in the small blurb appearing underneath the headline.
4: That is proof positive that the media can take a headline and turn it however they want it to
6: read.
0: Yes. And then the worst part about that is that it even goes further in the next video, which we're not going to sit here and have this long conversation. We're going to keep this energy going because I want to explain something about creating content for people. You can create a narrative. It's very easy to create a narrative. I could turn this into whatever I wanted to with whatever i want Mm -hmm. that's just the god's honest truth behind it and if any other creator tells you otherwise they are lying to you it's easy to create a narrative we literally put this show together in a day yeah now granted we are very well versed on this and i know exactly what to look for because i am telling the true story from our point of view Uh, and others can go back and they can make their own point of view but this is from our point of view um why I want to keep this going though and why I talk about content creation is because this next guy is a perfect example of that. I labeled this clip bogus doctor for a very good reason. So check this guy out.
7: And this just came out today. Now this was just in the news today, the first double lung transplant due to vaping. This was done at a uh, hospital in Michigan, I believe in Detroit. So, what we're looking at here, so this is a CAT scan and this is a chest X-ray. So again, not exactly comparing apples to apples because a CAT scan is a higher resolution picture of a chest X-ray. But what you're looking at here is before the lung transplant, so this patient's original lungs, there's hardly any air in his lungs. This is his trachea, which divides into his right main stem and his left main stem here. And there's uh, his bronchial tree. You can see there's little bits of air in his bronchial tree, but essentially no air within his lungs themselves. Maybe a little bit here, but that's about it. So this is after the lung transplant. You can see he has chest tubes. That's because whenever they do the surgery, um, the lungs collapse so, collapse so they have to put in the chest tube so that they stay inflated. And this is only a temporary measure. But you can see there's way more Black, meaning there's way more air in these lungs here. There's two new studies that are showing that vaping is just as harmful, if not more harmful, for the heart than smoking is. One study showed that vapors had higher levels of LDL cholesterol compared with smokers. The other study showed that the heart's ability to pump blood was diminished compared to smokers. This was diminished not only at rest but also during exercise. But all I can tell you for sure is that putting a bunch of foreign chemicals in your lungs is not a good idea. And I don't think you need a lung doctor to tell you that.
4: First off, a lung doctor doesn't usually
5: call
0: himself a lung doctor. <sighs> well, a no. First off, the reason I'm pissed about this guy is because here's the real story
6: this morning 17 year old daniel lament is recovering from a double lung transplant believed to be the first related to vaping about how often were you vaping
8: maybe a few times during the day but like at lunchtime if i was with people but it would only be like hitting it once
6: do you buy the vaping pens
8: i never bought one it started off just Um, Whenever I'd be with my friends on the weekends, I would just hit theirs.
6: He began vaping in December of 2018 using mainly flavored cartridges and occasional THC pods. Mm. And in early September, he started feeling ill.
8: I had a really bad headache. That was my main thing. And I just felt really sick.
6: His mom, Tammy had an idea the illness was vaping-related. On the way to the hospital, I said, are we still going with the fact that you've never vaped or you don't vape? And he said, "Mm, maybe. Daniel didn't come clean until he was admitted to the hospital.
4: It's really frustrating, and I know that the kids, um, I think they, they cover for each other.
6: Once in the hospital, he rapidly declined and was put on life support for 29 days. When they're telling you what happened and that you were days from dying.
8: Yeah, that still hasn't really processed yet. It's really hard to believe that that happened, but everyone's told me that one day they just said he has a 10% chance to live.
6: On October 15th, after doctors told his family death was imminent, Daniel was given a double lung transplant. In these dramatic before and afters he shared with us, Daniel's lost over 40 pounds. He showed us the surgery scars on his neck and across his chest. When the doctors told you that this was because of vaping, you were skeptical?
8: Yeah, I didn't really believe it at first. It just didn't make sense because Why didn't it happen to other people that had been vaping for years? Why didn't it um, happen to someone else close to me that I was hitting their stuff? So how did the chemicals affect me and not them?
6: This is your new normal. He says while he is grateful to be alive, his new life is forever altered.
8: Like I have to take over 20 medications a day. I have to wear a mask in public for at least a year. I can't travel for a year. Opportunities that I would have had before, like going in the military, I can't do that anymore.
6: You feel like you've been given a second chance?
8: Yeah, for sure, and I want to make the most out of that and make sure no one else makes the same mistakes I did
6: and daniel's lifelong dream of being a navy seal won't happen now because of the transplant but he's using his voice he's launched a nonprofit called fight for wellness he wants to advocate for other youth in the country to um, warn them about the dangers of vaping but you know so often teens are lying to their parents about it he didn't he lied to his parents until they got to the er but they'll talk to one another about it
8: oh and hopefully they're going to be listening to him yes and his message
6: as you say take your mess make make your message message. exactly he's doing
4: just that all right paulie thank you very much
0: It was Ivoli. It was not vaping. It had nothing to do with vaping. The original doctor took one little tiny snippet of a story and went and formulated an entire part of a doctor's series that is pushed to hundreds of thousands of people. And he pushed bullshit. One mm-hmm. 100% bullshit.
4: And that's the way that 90% of
0: them have been doing. This was Ivali this kid tried to lie and and I feel terrible that the kid had to go through that.
9: Oh, of course. The kid didn't deserve, no one
0: deserved anything that happened to them, whether they lied or they told the truth. My point is, is that, holy shit.
4: They took his story, they took his circumstances and they played it to how they wanted it to sound to fit the narrative they wanted to push.
0: And you know, even, even the, uh, the news report, it was accurate to a point but they still lumped it in with vaping. Exactly. You know, but I guess at least they mentioned THC to hopefully people that were paying attention were able to decipher it. But uh, yeah, that led to tons of other... Uh, there's, You can look up double lung transplant, Google that with vaping, and it's hundreds of thousands of stories all mm-hmm. about vaping and how terrible it is for oh, you. Oh, I've and been
4: through a fair share when all this first came out.
0: There was maybe 10% that I saw that, you know, I read maybe 50 of them last night and maybe 10% of that mentioned THC. The others never even said the THC. So, you can take it and you can run with it if you're a content creator. And, and you have also people that are doing things for clickbait knowing that this is a hot topic right now and as long as people are dying, people are going to definitely pay exactly. attention to whatever I say. And you have people like uh, Utah Medicine that does videos like this.
2: We're starting to see more patients with pretty severe uh, uh, pneumonias, pulmonary reactions as a result of what we believe to be vaping.
6: One Monday I just woke up and I was just feeling really sick and I just thought like I was coming down with a cold or something.
2: And started getting on chest pain, it was hard to breathe, Um, you know, it was coughing and we just kind of figured it was some bug. Some people have been quite ill, other people, have, other people have been less ill, and I think our big concern is that we just don't have a good sense of what exactly in these vaping products are causing these illnesses.
7: So
6: my roommates both vaped and I went and bought one that day because I was like, this is so cool, and then all of us were just constantly vaping. We were told that it was harmless and that it was fine to vape way better than smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm.
2: In at least four patients that we've recognized, we've seen uh, what we think is something called lipoid pneumonia, which is a type of pneumonia that's inflammation within the lungs. And when we do procedures where we go in to see what type of cells are down there, we're seeing um, a fair amount of lipid or fat in the lungs. It was you know, kind of the cool thing to do. I had some friends that were doing it. I ended up getting lipoid pneumonia from vaping. Turned into acute respiratory distress syndrome, um, which ended up in my lungs failing, um, total lung failure, and I ended up on life support because of it. Uh, I think we, like everyone else, dismissed the hazards of vaping because uh, you know there's a, there's a push to perceive it as a safer alternative to smoking and uh, because we're so early in the uh, increasing use of these products which are, very, which are very not regulated by the FDA and we don't know what's contained within many of the oils. The vaping apparatus often labels as how much nicotine is on it which we know is an addicting substance it's in cigarettes but that's for the most part what is labeled and the, we don't think the nicotine is what's causing damage to these people's lungs. It would be very helpful to know what else is in here so we can we can put forth regulations, we can counsel patients, we can provide different therapies, we just don't know right now.
10: I'm really mad
6: at myself because I'm like, Aubrey, like, you're a nursing student, you know anything that goes into your lungs is bad, what are you doing? Um, and just, I should have looked more into it. I used it just because it was cool.
2: You know, we, all, we can all make our own choices, if we know the dangers of it but people don't know the dangers of vaping and that's what I'm trying to show people. I would strongly advise people not to smoke anything. So don't smoke cigarettes, don't smoke e-cigarettes, don't smoke marijuana, don't smoke anything. Because there can just be really severe reactions like this that we may not recognize.
0: Okay, so I know it's, it's all propaganda. For one. But, and, and one could argue, oh, it's like this small Utah medicine thing that they were doing in Utah, right? right. Did you see who was in the crowd in the whenever they panned to the press?
4: Oh, no, I saw the guy in the green shirt. I thought-
0: Shepherd Smith from Fox News was right there in that same room. They were the ones heading up that interview. So if you think that this didn't get far and wide, he was in that room. Right. It went very far. It went very wide to millions of people at that point. So, you start to see how the media is just slowly crafting this story.
4: It's like they go to the dumbest of the dumb to get their sources.
0: Yeah. Well, now we get to the point to where this is full force this is every news story. This is every night on the news. Right. Uh, in in some way, I remember looking. As it at, grew, yeah. yeah. I remember looking at Apple News. I subscribe to you know anything vaping related pops up on my news feed. It was crazy. Is It's never gone off. You know, except for regulations are coming. Blah 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 blah. It was every single day, new person dies from vaping, new person dies from vaping.
4: Yeah, I had, to, I had to cut my notifications off because I got tired of seeing
0: it. Yeah, so that leads us to how we experienced it. So I'm gonna let uh, this man tell you, it's the same guy from earlier. This is the customer feedback we received as well. He's, he does a very good job of explaining it and, and the damages that it could be done.
5: There is no safe tobacco product, including vaping. All that can be said for now, as has been said for a long time, is that vaping is 95% less harmful than smoking combustible tobacco. Sadly, as a result of what we consider to be incredibly inaccurate and dangerous media coverage of what's going on in the US, we've had customers get in touch, explaining that they're considering or have already switched back to smoking tobacco, which is a real and genuine travesty. These are customers that have got in touch with us. We can't speak for the people that haven't got in touch with us, nor anyone else, and have maybe just made the switch back based on the fear-mongering and lies in the press. We cannot stress enough just how dangerous this misleading and inaccurate reporting is. You are literally playing with people's health and potentially their lives. We think it's despicable and the media should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. As far as we're concerned, there is no vaping illness. There never was. Not at least when it comes to vaping nicotine products which have been widely available across the world for over 10 years, with no such deaths until last month in the US and the US alone. That should give you pause for thought. It seems the media are at odds with the facts and there are at odds with the advice of the likes of Public Health England and Cancer Research UK. I know personally who I would trust with my health more, the media or Public Health England, but what do you think? When it comes to your health, who do you trust more? Public Health England, with their peer-reviewed evidence and research, or the media, the tabloids like The Sun? It's your choice, you decide.
0: Yep, he is 100% on the money absolutely the exact way that i personally felt
4: yeah i'm not going to get doctoral advice out of something that also follows you know the kardashians and who they're dating this week
1: yeah
0: (laughs) it's so ridiculous how we as a population worship these things it's 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 not only causing severe problems to society but to businesses at large the markets that are trying to grow and innovations that are trying to happen it stifles all of that it's just nonsense we, get, we are so scared of what we don't understand
4: and in that scared they take it and they run with it and that's what pushes their narrative so that they can you know be completely biased to what they want you to feel what they want you to think
0: at the end of the day what do we say every episode gotta love capitalism mm-hmm. it's all capitalism it's all the almighty dollar you hype up something so that you can sell more ads in their in the media's case pharmaceuticals can sell more stuff if there's issues going on they can target advertise during their advertising segments to help you stay scared it's so crystal clear whenever you just take the time and you look a little deeper
4: formulate your own truth quit following blindly
0: Yes. so from there we start to get to the truth we start to see it a little bit in media but as you'll see at the end of this it always comes back to the hype
9: this morning a breakthrough researchers with the cdc tested 29 patients with vaping illnesses from 10 different states and all had vitamin e acetate in their lung fluid 23 also had evidence of THC. Vitamin E acetate is described as a sticky honey-like substance found in cosmetics and some vaping products, especially those with THC bought off the street.
2: Vitamin E acetate, when it travels into the lung and touches the, the airways of the lung, that could trigger inflammation in the, in the lung, which is basically like a fire starting in the lung that's difficult to extinguish.
9: 22-year-old Elijah McClure spent 12 days on a ventilator fighting for his life and is now sharing with researchers the exact products he used.
10: I was using two forms of APS cards and e-cig. They're not very hard to find if you're, if you're looking for one.
9: He started with nicotine at age 15 and also used off-market cartridges with THC or CARTS. THC, of course, the primary psychoactive component in cannabis. Now McClure warning parents to watch what their kids are picking up.
10: If I can help people to not get to that state, and of course I will speak every day, every minute that I can.
9: The most popular e-cig flavors with teens, mint and menthol. The company Juul now pulling its mint flavored pods in an effort to curb the rise. Right On now, Friday, now. President it's Trump vowed action. We have to take care of our kids, most importantly. So we're going to have an age limit of 21 or so. Now, new evidence this week shows the number of teenagers who vape has doubled in the past two years. Public health officials support that 21-year-old age limit and banning flavors mint and menthol. But the president is under a lot of pressure from the vaping industry, which says that kind of ban will cost jobs. Chanel?
0: I hate the media.
4: <laughs> I think that's the general consensus what of a all joke! The-
0: now, for those of you that are just listening, <laughs> in the b-roll that they're showing as they're showing uh, as the kid is clearly still vaping he's <laughs> he's vaping he's vaping i love salts liquid in that he's he's has it loaded up it's uh-huh. right there it's in his room uh-huh. he's vaping right now as he's telling the story
4: but it's e-liquid.
0: but they had to show that b-roll because they don't understand what they're looking at and hey, that's vaping right there. Uh-huh. That's kind of what led to this kid. So even when they get it right, they get it wrong. Mm-hmm. They do no research and stupidity reigns free. Free press. Yep. Good 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 for having free press. I'm all for it. But there has to be some accountability.
4: I was fixing to say, if we have to be held accountable, why can't they be held accountable? Jesus
0: Christ. I mean, just tell us the truth. Like stop trying to scare us and kill us wasn't wasn't there something written in
4: all that where they at least had to try and report the truth not just pick I, up a story and run with Jesus it like where's the I'm, research we could,
0: we could probably do a week's worth of episodes all about rules of the press and, and debunking millions of stories I mean it can like I've proven in eight hours I can prove that they're 100% full of shit well it's
4: gone from okay let's research our story and make sure we've got it right to we've got to be the first one so let's just take it and run yeah
0: absolutely uh, oh that, that that'll fly yeah,
4: yeah yeah throw it up So that'll grab viewers that'll grab you know papers it's crazy
0: yeah and so okay
4: <laughs> squirrel I, no,
0: no not squirrel I I have my proof on top of that. I have one fact that proves our case. Your lungs can absorb every single constituent of e-liquid. Right. It's all water soluble. Right. Every single drop of it. We do not use oil flavorings. No. It's a huge no-no in the industry. Mm -hmm. And for those that are ever involved in DIY mixing forums, you will see people get ripped apart Mm -hmm. for experimenting with oils. So I can tell you from the DIY all the way to the top tier manufacturer like Juul, all water soluble. Exactly. Vitamin E acetate is oil-based. Your lungs cannot absorb oil, hence your lungs getting sick your lungs getting inflamed and you as a result, not being able to breathe, needing steroids to get rid of it. To kind of of break that
4: down into layman's terms, the way that I think of it when you're, if you were to vape a vitamin E acetate, that oil, have you ever been in the pool with someone who has had um, the, the sunblock on or the, the, the tanner oil or whatever, you know, it puts that film on the top of the oil and even yeah, though yeah. you weren't wearing it, separates. it, you end up getting it on you. Well, the hairs on your arm are just like the hairs on the inside of your lungs. So it's sticking to yep. it. Exactly. And it takes until you take Dawn, you know, something that eats through grease, basically, yeah. to get it off. I was going to
0: say degreaser. Exactly. Y- your body needs but, steroids but to get rid of it. you can't put
4: that inside your lungs. So that's exactly what happens is that oil gets stuck to the little cilia on the inside of your and, lungs.
0: you know, long-term use of anything, fear from a parental units because an adult is when they start feeling bad if it's we can put it together pretty quick you know i mean now i don't know the age range i'm assuming that the most of the people that got sick were of 20 mid-20s and younger i would assume and the reason that i assume that is because if i were to get just started to feel not right I'm eliminating things to figure out oh, what it is, yeah. and vaping especially or would what, be the first. What
4: recently have I brought into my life mm-hmm. as well? Yeah, you know?
0: so, and purely speculation on my side of it, but, you know, hey, what is it? All right, so now we get into what's an in e-liquid. Like we just said, it's all water-soluble, so let's prove our case. We, we've proven that the media is full of shit, but we're to the case now to where the entire Ivali incident, in our opinion, is not real, uh, so this is why it's not real. This is the ingredients of e-liquid.
10: What is e-liquid? Well, let me explain. E-liquid is made up of four basic ingredients. Propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin, natural and artificial flavoring, and sometimes nicotine. Combining these ingredients together, we can create e-liquid. E-liquid comes in thousands of different flavors even at different PG and VG ratios. PG typically affects the flavor of the e-liquid, while VG affects the cloud production of the vapor when the user exhales. While there may be thousands of different kinds of e-liquids that suit different needs, they all still share those four common ingredients. So how does e-liquid become a vapor? That's simple. E-liquid is placed inside a vape device such as a tank. The user will then use the vape device to heat up the e-liquid. Once heated up, this produces the vapor that someone can inhale. As you can see, e-liquid is pretty simple.
0: Yep, that's it. Literally. All water soluble, not possible to cause the issues that Ivali caused. So in my, ca- in my, uh, in my point of view, case closed.
4: Agreed. That's all I've ever said. When this this first started and we had people come into the store or calling, especially our online customers, because I fielded thousands of phone calls there. Um, They were, you know, what's in your e-liquid? What is this? What is this? You know, I'm seeing all these stories. Literally four ingredients. Nicotine, food grade flavoring, PG and VG. That is it.
0: Yes, that's it. So... We arrive at the end. Um, I have one more clip that I want to show from a doctor in the serious side of things. And then we're going to end the show with some George Carlin. But uh, I wanted to, this series is very important to me because I want to be able to share it with people that are having doubts I want to be able to help smokers and I hope that uh, anyone that sees this or hears this is able to share it with those in your life that you care about that smoke. Show them these episodes, show them the truth so that they can make a better decision. Uh, If you have someone in your life that is considering vaping and they do not smoke, do not encourage them to vape and please don't encourage them to smoke. If you have someone that's smoking and they tell you that vaping is worse for you and that they're better off with cigarettes, please show them these episodes. And to drive this home, like I always do, I try to get a voice of reason from science, someone to take serious. Uh, This is a doctor from the UK that was involved with actually setting up the regulations, and she still uh, encourages people on a daily basis to Switched to vaping. So let's listen to her.
3: Joining us today to discuss the mixed messaging around e-cigarettes is Dr. Lynn Dawkins, Associate Professor in Psychology at London Bank University and co-author of the British Psychological Society's briefing on electronic cigarettes in its Changing Behaviour series. In the briefing, the BPS recommends promoting e-cigarettes for smoking cessation, improving education about the relative risk of vaping versus smoking, allowing unrestricted advertising of factual information, and reducing the cost, taxation, and regulations around vaping. Dr. Dawkins, thanks for joining us on RegWatch. Based on your report, it's pretty clear the BPS is squarely behind promoting e-cigarettes as a safer alternative to smoking.
11: The recommendations from the BPS were were all drawing on the evidence that they're safer, the evidence that they are helpful for quitting smoking, and on those those principles of behavior change. So, this was about increasing um, capabilities and increasing motivation. And one way we can increase motivation to use is through advertising and through public messaging but that is presenting factual information but of course advertising has to be subject to the usual standards and checks for any advertising for for consumer products so for example ensuring that they're not promoted to children um that they're decent but aside from that if the information is evidence-based and accurate it's going to increase the attractiveness of the product for smokers and therefore increased motivation to use. And that's what this briefing was all about. It was about increasing capabilities, opportunities, and motivation to switch to e-cigarettes and to
3: stay switched. Dr. Dawkins, could you give us an example of what would be factual information?
11: Well, for example, electronic cigarettes are less harmful than smoking, are estimated to be 95% less harmful than smoking. If you want to put a figure on it,
3: well, thanks for that, Dr. Dawkins, as we do like to put a figure on it. As you're well aware, public perception is moving in the wrong direction on this issue. Who do you think is to blame for the growing belief that vaping is as harmful or even more harmful than smoking?
11: Well, I mean, you can, you can blame the media. The media are full of stories about electronic cigarettes being as bad as smoking. But of course, those messages come from press releases from research. And unfortunately, not all the research that is being conducted on electronic cigarettes is conducted with the utmost rigor. Many research findings are a result of um, generating electronic cigarette aerosol under unrealistic conditions, under conditions where ordinary electronic cigarette users would not use it. You can find formaldehyde in anything if you switch up the power and burn it, but that's not based on realistic conditions, so uh, researchers have got to be very careful when they're um, publishing findings about finding formaldehyde or other harmful chemicals in e-cigarette vapour when it's not based on the way people would
3: would use the device. Dr. Dawkins, we've been hearing this a lot lately with regard to the alarmist headlines in the media that researchers have been feeding the beast, as it were.
11: E-cigarettes are an emotive topic. and. Um, The media wants headlines. So, um, you know, if you've got some findings showing that they're as harmful as cigarettes for for whatever reason, even if it's generated under under realistic conditions, that is going to generate interest. That's going to generate impact.
3: Uh, Dr. Dawkins, one of those impacts is certainly the demonization of e-cigarettes. What kind of psychological effect does that have on smokers trying to quit? Quitting smoking
11: is extremely difficult and when smokers try to quit they talk about a void in their life they talk about a loss a sense of bereavement smokers report that they enjoy smoking so what incentive is there for smokers to switch to electronic cigarettes if they don't believe that they are are uh, safer than tobacco smoking there's there's just no incentive there the difficulties of smoking are, are, are so great why would they bother switching to another product if they're not sure if it's any safer anyway
3: dr dawkins does your concern over mixed messaging also apply to what regulators are saying about e-cigarettes absolutely
11: and and even with the health canada message likely less harmful that still um doesn't send a clear message that they are definitely less harmful there's still an element of doubt there and i would expect for a smoker who is so entrenched in that in that smoking habit finds it enjoyable, experiences a great sense of loss when they try to quit. If something's only likely less harmful, then why bother making the switch if, if there's no certainty there?
3: Final question, Dr. Dawkins. Do you have a message for regulators in regard to treating vaping products like tobacco products?
11: We should be sending the message that these these are completely different products. We need to distinguish between them and not, them, not put them in the same category. People are confused enough about vaping products. Um, we need to start trying to send clear messages that says smoking, now this is the problem. By sending out messages that electronic cigarettes are hazardous is, is a, a, unresponsible. It is likely to actually lead people to think why bother quitting and more smoking means more people dying.
0: Yep. It's a sad fact. <clears throat> well this one was uh, i think this one was our best one yet uh i'm very very proud of this episode
4: well it's something that we're both very passionate about
0: yeah um i just want to leave you all with one thought um please support your local vape shop i don't know if you're aware but no one's able to ship anymore not legally <clears throat> so a lot of people went back to smoking cigarettes they did. And that's very, very sad. But if you can show this to people, you have local stores in your area. I'm sure you can just uh, get on Google and find who's around you. Find somewhere where you can fit in. Find somewhere that they can give you some support and help you quit smoking and get this habit out of your life once and for all. I I, I implore you to do that.
4: I can tell you that my health has changed dramatically.
0: Yeah. I mean it's just going to add years to the li- to your life and we we've proven throughout this episode and through other and the previous episode that vaping is much safer than uh smoking cigarettes.
4: Oh yeah, vaping saves lives.
0: Yeah. So DJ, we are going to get to the store and get to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun with you, Miss you guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you for uh coming to my home and starting this. <laughs>
4: thank god I just live right around the corner <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: so uh, yeah we're looking forward to this new format we hope you guys enjoyed it and we're going to leave you with some George Carlin uh, it's going to start with a, another comedian there was a joke that he made that was super funny so I went and it was relevant to the rep- episode but the main feature is uh, George
1: Carlin at the end have a great day guys We'll have see a you good soon. one now there's just certain people I have no time for like if you're sexist or homophobic Or if you don't believe in conspiracy theories. Just don't understand, how do you not believe in any conspiracy theories? I understand not all of them, not most of them, but you don't believe in
10: any conspiracy theories?
1: You just think the government's just batting a thousand and telling us the whole truth? That's a strong stance to take. And again, as I said before, I don't like talking about politics on stage or off stage. I don't like talking about things I don't feel like I'm truly knowledgeable in. But I do know this. Our government is placed in charge of all of its people. I'm a father who's been placed in charge of just one son. And I lie to that nigga all the time. (laughs) There's a reason education sucks And it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed It's never going to get any better Don't look for it Be happy with what you got Because the owners of this country don't want that I'm talking about the real owners now The real owners The big wealthy business interests That control things and make all the important decisions Forget the politicians The politicians are put there to give you the idea That you have freedom of choice Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right.
0: Have a great day, guys. We'll see you soon.
4: See you soon.